Good morning, Edward Koppel. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Annie. <laughs> you just what counted in. Sing song. Yeah, you counted in, and it made me very nervous, and so I'm now needing to exhale the nervousness. Oh, okay. We hit record, and we like to start on the, the even minutes so yeah. that we keep a good timer. Yeah. And Annie did. Sorry, you know I was going to... I mean, you can't do something sure. different, and I'm not totally, going to talk about totally. it. Annie went, okay, we're going to start at the, the minute mark. Three, two. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm like on TV right now. I'm on a Today Show. <laughs> it's the only way we keep from accidentally going 45 minutes and derailing this whole Thomas the Tank Engine. It's the only way we do it, is if I right. know exactly the timing. Um, Happy Friday. Happy thank December. You. Thank I, you, and thank you. Appreciated all the feedback uh, from last time's talk. A lot of deepness, a lot of cookie recipes. Cookie and what else could we want from recipes. a show? Yeah, I, I feel like we started our own cookie table like we live in Pittsburgh. We started our own virtual <sighs> cookie table and everybody could collect up what they wanted. If you don't, if you did not hear Tuesday's show, we talked about our favorite Christmas cookies yes. for a percent of the show. And we would love for y'all to continue to tell us what your favorite Christmas cookies and share those recipes. Keep them coming. And, and broadly, like we'll share them with people. It's important because there are certain recipes, you know that there's just a magic cookie recipe out there that you just have not gotten a hold That's of. That's right. And you know and what so the I pandemic can't stop? Us cooking in our own kitchens. No, it cannot. Cannot. It can't. So we can Annie, all. That was inspiring. It was. Thank you. Um, Eddie, guess what I get to do this weekend? I want to hear about it. Uh, fly in an airplane to a speaking event. Wow. Right? How 2019 of you. I know. <laughs> so cosmopolitan. <laughs> Isn't that I feel crazy? Like, I feel like you're going to feel like you're in one of those old, uh, like Disney cartoons or one uh -huh. of those old, like, um, the, the cosmopolitan lady of the future. Right. She'll fly in an airplane she to goes go and, places. <laughs> look at her. Look at her walking working confidently the, down the tarmac. She has a laptop open on a computer sitting with someone <laughs> one seat away. <laughs> she is with people. Uh -huh. so yeah. Yeah. Tell me wow. where you're going. Can you tell me where you're going? Yeah. I'm going to uh, Wisconsin. So that's oh, also fun because I bet it's going to be very Christmassy. I know. It was very exciting. I'm I really into it. have a thing that I believe that I would love living in Wisconsin. Really? Every time I hear about Wisconsin, it is just a very cool place with a lot of it's just like one of those places that's kind of popping and becoming like people like living in the Wisconsin area. Yeah. And I, and I feel like everybody I've ever met from Wisconsin is amazing. Yeah. So you're going there to speak. Yes. On Sunday. I'm very much looking forward to it. I, I just can't imagine what this is going to feel like because it's been, yeah. I mean, I haven't, I mean, I guess we traveled it for work in February. But I haven't flown, but it was a tour. So I haven't like flown and done a one-off event where I fly in, I meet the people at the venue, at the church. I get on stage. I do my thing. I stay in a hotel. I fly home. I haven't done that since I did it once in January. And then before that, do you remember I took all of fall of 19 off? So before that, I hadn't spoken since August of last year. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be so weird. I'm going to be, I'm a squeaky wheel. I'm not sure I've got, I mean, the interesting thing, and you know this because you're a preacher as well. Uh, the interesting thing is people don't realize how much is uh, a skill set you build. Oh yeah. And it's the reps. more I, yes. The, when I am teaching back-to-back -back weekends, when I am traveling or on a tour, I am, I get better and better and better because of how many reps I have in a row. Mm -hmm. And I have not, I mean, I, the first time I taught for my church this year, I noticed like, oh, I am squeaky. That is something. 
Um, and so, so I'm, I'm sure it's going to go fine. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Well, no, it will. I think everything will feel weird. Uh, here's my prediction. Okay. I think it's all going to feel weird every moment. Of it. Yep. It, right. I think it's going to be, the airport's going to be kind of quiet. You're not going to get, they're not passing out drinks on the plane. Yep. You're not, you know, just, it's just going to be this whole different, like security is different. I think it's all just going to, cause I haven't flown either, but yeah. from what I've heard from people, it's like the old way, old days, but completely different. Yep. I think even getting to the venue you're speaking at, is it a church? Did you yes, say? Yes, it's a church. Okay. So it's at a church. Like it'll be kind of the same, but also there won't be like camaraderie backstage because people aren't like gathering yeah. and trying to get tight in the green room area. Yeah. I think it'll feel normal the moment that, I don't know, You, I'm sure you demand intro music or something, but as soon as your <laughs> intro song plays, ain't no stopping us now. Oh and then you gosh, walk out. I should have intro um, music. On the move. Why have I what not would done your, that? What would your intro music be? Uh, uh, do you know what I always jokingly say? Which is, I'm, we're Oh no, it. you've been asked this question before. Uh, yes. Um, Ugh. I like to say if Ugh. I like to say big pimpin from Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, I just think that would, that's right. That's right. But I nice. can't, I can't do it. I, one time the people at Ramsey solutions at Dave Ramsey's company, they did the, an instrumental version of it for me. And, and the crowd had no idea how much it meant to me. They, uh, they, because we were on a tour. Rad. And so we had done like a bunch of them on the road. And, and I was, and so they, they did that for one of the shows. And I was just the happiest. Well, that's my, one of my favorite parts of Fallon is what music do the roots play? Oh, because really? Since it's instrumental, it always means something. Uh -huh. There's a little, there's either an overt meaning or a very hidden meaning. Uh -huh. And half of the time you don't get it because they are, they are all musical savants. So they're playing a song you've never heard of, but every once in a while, wow. you know, the song they're playing and you're like, oh, you guys are so clever. Uh -huh. The line uh -huh. in that had to do with something da -da -da -da, yes. like, yes. it's so clever. Yes. Okay. So that would have been, I, I really, a little piece of me died inside when I asked if you had been asked that before and you had. I'm That's sorry. No, it's me. It's a me thing. When I'm interviewing for activist, it, it it is everything I can do not to edit out the full question and answer when I say, so how did you begin? And they're like, yeah, you know, when I'm asked that question, I always blah, blah, blah. And then they answer, I think I'm out. Because mm -hmm. you want to ask a thing, that, you has ask a a thing a, that nobody's asked before. Right. It's pride. And actually the thing that is kindest to do as the person being interviewed is to not do what I did. I did well, I wasn't being a kind, I just was like, Yeah, here's what here's my answer is to pretend like you haven't ever been asked that. Right. Which is you don't have to do that because I wasn't interviewing you yeah, in the moment. Right. But right. yes, right. I someday I just want to do a class on how to interview and how to be interviewed. Because uh -huh. there's so uh -huh. many little things like that where there is there have been people that have interviewed where and it's all edited out, so you'd never hear it. But yeah, right, right, right. No, no, but you go. No, I know like, it. I mean, I know that go, feeling. It's huh. a great question. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, I. It's just take a beat. You don't. You don't have to say things while you're thinking. You just. Oh, Eddie, say. that's what you know. Mr. F. Downs loves when people say. Um, great question. Great yeah. question. What you and I know is sometimes people say that to get a moment to think. Yes. That's a great question. And I think a lot of times they don't, and you can tell by the rest of the interview if they actually are using tells at the beginning of each answer uh -huh. to give their brain a second, which I understand. I'd prefer to take, I, I'd prefer a not live environment where I get five seconds 
to consider my thoughts yeah. and roll into it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> I, you can tell sometimes it's like, it's okay. Just take a beat. We'll edit out right. all the silence. Right. Just start answering. Right, 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 right. That's exactly mm. right. How do we yeah. get that? Oh, what's your walk-on song? What would you enter into? Uh, I think, I mean, humor-wise, it would be something that does not get them pumped up and that makes me walk into a room that feels weird. Like, oh, uh, you're the worst. That's terrible. Like, yeah, like that actually deflates the room. Yeah. And then I walk up and begin to laugh hard. Like, uh, like, ladies and gentlemen, we're so, you know, for any Eddie keep talking, we're so excited to have him here. And this would never happen like this, but I'm trying to set the scene. Sure, sure, sure. Set the scene. So, Eddie, Eddie Koffeltz. Love lift us up. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, people Doo-doo. would love that. And, that's that's you know, not an awkward one. They can't even clap to it. They want to like slow dance with each other, uh, and then I'm an walking up. One and, would be like the, uh, like the Apostles' Creed to music, right? Or that or the Gregorian chant that was huge yeah. in like the early nineties. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. That would be like, wait, what? Yeah. And then you come up being funny if you did. That song you sang, which I don't know the name of, uh, I think people would laugh so hard. Yes. Yes, I think it would be amazing. I would yeah. really like, Annie, if we ever do a thing together, Yeah, I would really like an intro song that I pick that is very uncomfortable. Okay. Not uncomfortable. Okay. Not uncomfortable in a weird way, but more like, oh, you really took the air out of the room, man. Sure. No, that's great. Just, I respect that. Because I want to ruin your event, but still enjoy it myself. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. So a plane this weekend. That's that was one of the things on my list today is to say the next time we speak, I will have flown a place. Flown Assuming I mean, you know, twenty twenty. I've got two days for it to not be able to happen for one reason or another. I would like to ask you a question that sounds leading, but it's not. And that is, are you at all nervous? Um, about the uh, health wise or about being on a stage? Oh, uh, I guess both. I was thinking more health wise. Um. I will be incredibly cautious. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not nervous. I don't, I, I, I'm not nervous, but you know, I mean, one of the downs, one of my favorite things is getting to talk to people and like hug them and hear their stories and share my stories at the merch table afterwards. And we don't get to do any of that. Oh, and yeah. so I don't get to meet anybody. And that's, that really is a big chunk of the fun for me and for my friends on the other side of the listening mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. And so that's disappointing, but that's, safe, you know, so the friendship part will be so limited and that makes me sad because that's really the joy of it in a lot of ways for me. Yeah. It's like, we're going to have to connect on stage. Like when yeah, this is we're going to have safe, to count. Yeah. When we're at a safe distance, I always, um, do you request, I request house lights pretty high when I'm speaking. Uh huh. Uh huh. Cause man, I do not know what that means to people. Uh, yes. So you can be in a room and the the main lights, they turn off all the lights and then the lights are on the stage. Um, so you see the person on the stage really well, but like it's dark in the room where you're at. Think of like a typical rock concert. But the problem is, is the person on the stage, when they look out, sees nothing. Maybe you see the first or second row of people that are there, but then you don't see beyond that. Some people really like that because there's a kind of a safety in that. Yeah. And they, a lot of stand up comedians say they like it because it makes the room auditory. So they can hear the laughs really well and they play to the sound yeah. they, they they like the sound yeah. some people really like to see all of the faces so they turn up the the main lights in the house just a little bit so 
are you a house lights up or down person or up, do you care? Up, 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 yeah. up. I like yes. seeing the people. I think yes. what I'm going to do, tell me about what you think about this idea. I think since we don't get to take pictures uh, mm-hmm. with people, I think one of the first things I'm going to do is let everyone, I'm going to stand at the front of the stage and yeah. tell people to stand up and turn around and take a selfie of the two of us. Oh, I think that's great. Okay. That's, I'm like, we've got to have some friendship here. And right. so you asked if I was nervous and that is, I'm not nervous. I unfortunately, based on the church's rules and my life rules, will not get to be around people. Um, right. I, I maybe I feel some some nerves about sleeping in a hotel, but also those get super cleaned, and so that's mm-hmm. probably cleaner than my own house. Yeah, and so yeah, I think I'm okay. Well, I'm I'm glad you're getting out. I'm glad you're doing it. That's right. Thank you. What I'm, is on your list today? You before we before I counted us down to start, you said you had a list. Did I? Okay, so I have. Do you want a little more serious, or do you want a little not serious? Uh, both. Okay. First, I would just like to bring up the fact that on this show I have talked about, and we have no relationship with these folks, or this is not us ad, but I've talked about the podcast Mega, which is a very fictional show. Oh, yeah, I saw you tweet about this over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But propaganda was on it. <laughs> yeah, I saw. <laughs> but normally people and he's are- a character, impro- right? Right. That's what blew my mind is people that come on it are improvisers or comedians and- they come on and play a character of someone on a church staff or someone that's like an ancillary on this church staff at this fake church called Twin Hills. Uh-huh. And it's, a, it's a fake, it's all fake. And I will tell you, the comedy is not, certainly not kid-friendly and definitely for grownups and yeah. maybe not even for all grownups. Yeah. So you got to, people could be very much offended by this, but also it's supposed to be satire of being on staff at a mega church. Yeah. So it can go either way. And even I've listened to it and gone like, oh, that one hurt. That yeah. one hurt. Yeah. However, propaganda was on this past week. Right. And propaganda played. I thought, is he really going to play a character? Because he would, I've never seen him act or do anything like yeah. this. He nailed it. He played wow. a little, what, what, what did he, what was his character's name? Um, little Blood, Little bot. Blood Bot. Little Blood Bot, which is like such a good Christian rapper name. And you can just, t- like, they were playing. Like their church was trying to bring in the streets into the into this youth group that yeah. is clearly very, very not yeah. street. And Prop just played it perfectly, but did this great satire and this great really social commentary of you know, how to really share lived experiences yeah. together and stuff. And so it ended up being, as it is with Prop, both real, real, real entertaining and really biting satire but yeah. holy smokes annie i would i would ask you to listen to this one prop was uh on it you should also know that i i've got to get on this show at some point <laughs> this is your official request to be a character yeah okay i mean it's improv improving a church uh like staff person yeah it's maybe the only thing i'm ever gonna be i mean how good is that? Yeah, I, well, I have chosen not to listen to it because I'm not sure yeah. I think it was funny. I do not think you would. Right. And so I am <laughs> all for you being a character. I just can't like, I can't yes and because I haven't heard it ever before. <laughs> I know. I love it. <laughs> okay. Before you it. tell us your serious thing, let's talk for just a second about our friends at BetterHelp because we oh, have heard. This is actually perfect time. Oh, yeah. great. We have heard so many, so much. I have, I, I assume you have too. Uh, so many of our friends listening who have gone like, yes, we are actually using BetterHelp to help with our mental health because we've been looking for a counselor, but being able to do this online over the phone is so 
easy right now in these days, yeah. in these unprecedented days. Yeah. And BetterHelp is just, you know, we talk about it almost every week because we're just really passionate about it because not only is counseling exceedingly important and I think, a, a, you know, this isn't you something you should do, but I think we don't everybody, very much. I know, but it's pretty close to <laughs> that important that we at least know how to get a hold of yeah. good counseling when we need it yeah. or have times that we go in and BetterHelp is committed to facilitating really significant, great therapeutic matches. And so they make it easy and free to, to change counselors if you need to, like they want to do what is necessary for you to be able to get a hold of a counselor, talk about the things that you want to be able to talk about and also enjoy counseling and the process of counseling in a way that is professional and affordable and convenient and all the things that it needs to be to kind of break down those barriers of entry. I, I'm so on board with BetterHelp. Me too. I love that it's like professional counseling, but it's not a crisis hotline. Like it's professional counseling. No, you get matched right. in under 24 hours with a professional counselor and they go through all sorts. I mean, it, really, whatever you are working through there, they can walk with you through that. And I just think yeah. that's awesome. So yep. friends, we want you to be living a happier and healthier life. And this is a great time to jump in. So as a listener of our show, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash keep talking. There's over 1 million people and a lot of our friends listening along with you who have taken charge of their mental health and we want you to join them. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash keep talking. Awesome. Okay, so here's the thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. And I don't really I don't really know if this is a conversation starter. It's just been a thing that's on my mind. Okay. And it feels like, so you know we both have talked about running a bunch in the past. And so I'm continuing to be on this journey of trying to make it to a, uh, make it to a half marathon. That's right. Wait, is that this weekend? It's December 12th. Okay, next Saturday. Okay. So next Saturday. Good. But we'll this weekend, that. have you ever trained for anything? Uh, maybe you have. I have you ever looked at a training plan for something like this? Yes, I I did a ha I've done one half, oh. and I looked oh okay, at, then I you know. looked at a training plan as exactly as much as I did. Did you know that there's a tapering process? Yes, going backwards, driving me insane. Really? Why does it? Oh, I bet it's like pushing a lot of buttons, huh? Oh man, Annie, it is legitimately a real challenge. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, it's like a it's. I mean, truthfully, it's like a, a probably a checking in with better help yeah, kind of challenge like really? really frustrating yeah so because like what is the story you're hearing in your head when you don't run as far as you can that i'm not doing what uh -huh. i can be doing uh -huh. i hear the same thing because i've had to work through a similar like when i run as far as i can run i am the whole thing start to finish leaving my house blah blah, blah is over an hour right and there have been days where i'm like well i only have 30 minutes and then it, my right. brain has been like, well, you can go run for 30 minutes and I have to go, but, but I can do more than that, but I just don't have the time. And so then I have to, I have to, I think that must be a similar conversation. Yeah. Is that what's happening? It is. And it yeah. just feels like you worked so hard this year yeah. on health. And it just is this wild process of, but so what, if people don't know, so here's the thing. So eventually December 12th, the training plan says run 13.2 miles. Yes. But and so the weeks leading up to it do what's called tapering. So three weeks, four weeks before it, I ran 10 miles. Yeah. So you're like, oh man, 10 miles. If I ran 10 miles, I'm close. Yeah. Like 
in the grand scheme of things, another three miles, if you've already run 10 is a lot, but also it's within, you can understand how you could run a half marathon after that. Yes, of course. And you run a lot that week. You run like three the next day and five the day after that. And I mean, it was a big, I think I ran somewhere between 25 and 30 miles in a week, which for me was just, it was insane. Well, for anybody. Yeah, I, I mean, just to know that's a lot of mileage. Yeah. So then the next week, though, for your long run, it's seven miles. And then the yeah. week after that, it's six miles. And then the in-between runs are like, go run 200 meters real quick yeah. and then come back, which is like a four-minute run. And you're like, so you're I like, no, guess... No, 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 no. I guess to do the thing, I stop running. Is that what you're yeah. telling me? Is And it's just been this... So I'm in the middle of the tapering right now where, yeah. I mean... Yeah, so I just am going, I'm just going nuts about it. Okay, talk about, will you just talk about for a second the different experience, like how much of running is physical and how much is mental for you? Oh boy. It Can you percent it? Yeah, well, it's changed. So at the beginning, it was 90% physical. It was purely getting a body that had not done this kind of work through the pain and not like bad pain, but like muscles stretching pain of being able to move that pretty quickly dissolves into the mental aspect of one, getting yourself dressed, right? Two, carving out the time, three, committing to that time, walking outside, starting your watch to track the run, you know, four, it starts raining on the run. Are you going to keep going or are you going to turn around? Like the, you just have a million off ramps to running every single time or to doing anything hard ever. And it really is the mental game of that just not taking the many, many off ramps that no one would judge you for, but you would know you quit on yourself. And so I would say percentage wise at this point, it is 80% mental and 20% my hip kind of hurts and there's something up with my right foot and kind of push through that and make sure you're wearing good shoes and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, uh, but it is very, very mental, very mental. I've I've been surprised how mentally challenging exercise has been for me (laughs) this year. Totally. Yeah. I've been really surprised. Can you share more about that or do you not want to? Cause I don't want to, that's like a very personal thing. It's very similar to what you're saying. It is very, uh, it is how do you get, how do you how do you use your time well? How do you decide that that's the right thing to do with your time? Right. How do you uh, how do you not quit in the middle? And how do you know how far is far enough? You're doing a training program, so you at least have a this is the right thing today. You just have right. to believe the plan when right. you don't have it. Like that. I mean, that was one of the problems when I finished couch to five k. It was kind of like okay, and then in September I was like, okay, I'll run forty miles in September. okay. And then without a plan, it's been harder to like, I have a buddy who like will get out and just run to run. He's like, I'm going to go on a run real quick. And I'm like, I, I, my brain just doesn't do that. I have to have goals for what I'm doing. Uh, Totally. So I'm most nervous. I was just talking to Brian about this. I was wondering about this. I am most nervous about December 13th. I had written, I already flipped my calendar to next Friday show to, and had already written down Eddie's race what happens next? Because that is literally I, what I was wondering about. I I need guardrails. I know. I'll, and I need a lot of guardrails. And I put up a I put up a decent amount of my life for basically keeping myself 
all measures of healthy. Yeah. And they yeah. don't always work well and they haven't always worked well. But in 2020, I figured out some ways to make it work well. But I I am like, I have to set up a new plan on the 13th, I think. But at the same time, I also want to appreciate the fact that I've, you know, run early in the morning and through the rain and hundreds of miles to and I just did a half marathon, which would have been unthinkable a year ago. Yeah. I want to appreciate it, but I, uh, I'm i already in a weird way past it because yeah. I know I can do it. Because once I did the 10 miles, I was like, okay, I see how this works. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I see how this is going to feel. It's torture. You're just done. And then, you know, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But it's it's really what happens the next day. Because I, you're a friend. It is amazing to me that a person just does it. Yeah, that's right just goes out and runs a distance and then goes home. Oh, I have to have accountability in some way. Yeah, me too. But I don't want people accountability. No, me neither. I don't want to run with somebody. I don't want anybody. No, 0%. I mean, races, I I can't wait till there are races again and we can like do a 5K for a nonprofit that matters to me and be around people or do a half with, you know, the like you know in Atlanta they have a Fourth of July peach tree road race that's a ten k I can't yeah. wait to do that you know like I think I'll do that in twenty one yes but I don't want anybody running with me or looking at my times as no sir no I know I feel but and people have said there's such great community that comes with that and I believe that it's true but Not this interested. is such a deeply per- I will find that community elsewhere That's this right. is very personal and, right. and 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 bordering on sometimes very embarrassing like oh, wow. I do not want to be there when I have an allergy I don't want someone next to me at 6 30 when I have an allergy attack on the road and I'm just like honking and sneezing and g- grossed out running like I just I just want to be alone and gross <laughs> just let me be fair, gross fair <laughs> so I mean really when you what does happen on December 13th? I mean, for stars on December 13th, you don't run. No, I do run. You do? They give you, you do something the day after? There won't be, but on every long run, there's a recovery run the next day. So I oh, will. Oh, interesting. Because. How'd you find uh, this plan? Is it like Nike? Yeah. Nike Run Club. I yeah. just said, I'm doing a thing here. And how many weeks I, did they ask you to train before? They gave a, a time the minimum they could set a plan was this many weeks. The max was this number of weeks. And I knew that this Saturday was before we got into, it was kind of after finals for Brianne and before we got into other stuff. And I just was like, this is the, this is the right time. And it's within that window. And so it sets it up. It's a free app. It's really cool. I loved it. Love it. Um, yeah. So that you do recovery runs the next day. So you're supposed to do, it tells you pace too. So let's say your pace is 10 minute mile. Um, it, it will set my, I'm not even close. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I don't probably have better than that, but yeah, go ahead. So the, you, it will say say, do an, do a two mile, 11 and a half minute, which will feel like a fast brisk walk, but it's basically to keep your muscles kind of stretched, but not, not ripping them. Just keeping yourself limber and not seizing up. So So do you want to be a runner after this? Or was this like in 2020, I I have this goal and I'm going to accomplish it. And now that you've accomplished it, will running remain like, do you enjoy it enough or will you switch to a different type of exercise? No, I enjoy it a great deal. Okay, I don't, but I like the quiet. I like the, you don't listen to anything. Uh, I'll listen at the beginning for the first couple of minutes and then I will turn them off and then I will kind of bring in music every once in a while. Oh, we are, we could not be more shocking. No one. Shocker. I do not have a moment of silence when I am running. 
I'm listening, but I'm usually listening. Well, you remember we talked about this, that a lot of times I pick a playlist on Spotify that is my beat oh, per yeah. minute that I need to run. I love that. I and love so that. that's my how I set a pace or I, and it makes me always makes me laugh. I'm like, well, if anybody sees what I listen to on Spotify, they're like, what a weird person this is. <laughs> Cause it's like an, yeah. <laughs> hymns and then a 155 beats per minute <laughs> rock playlist and then country, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, yeah, or sometimes I've, podcast, if I'm not trying to reach a speed goal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I play, I kind of DJ for myself because I'm like, I have an Apple watch, which gives me the luxury of having a few different kinds of playlists on it and a few different podcasts. And it's pretty easy to navigate while I'm running. So, you know, I'll start the morning quiet because, because it's like dark and nice and mm -hmm. quiet out mm -hmm. a little dark dusk, you know, it's just like the morning is breaking. Is and then that when you, feel you run, like, you get up and run first thing on the longer runs. Yeah. Like right now I haven't run yet today, but I'm dressed and ready to go. Yeah. So as soon as you and I are done, we'll get out and I'll probably drag even Lucy with me. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Much to their chagrin, but they're sweet about it. Yeah, of course. They, but they ride their bikes, right? <laughs> they ride their bikes. Yes. Yep. Very encouraging. You've never met. I mean, they're the only people I'll run with. Yes. Oh, I believe that. They're, I mean, I would run with Brianne too, but they're <laughs> great. They will sure. say like, dad, way to get it, dad. Good job. Oh. Keep running because they can tell I'm slowing down yeah. or they can hear me like <gasps> just dying. <laughs> dying. Although I did, I'm not going to call them out specifically, but one of them said, Dad, sometimes when you spit when you're running, because I'll just get like all yeah, like, yeah, of course. Just spit, you know, she said, it, it does make me a little bit grossed out and I'm trying to be respectful, but I, it does make me feel a little bit gross. I was like, okay, maybe I could give you a warning. She was like, yes, that would be great. So now I'll be like, hey, buddy, I got to spit. And then oh, she'll gosh. just like ride her bike up ahead real quick and I will just let it all out. <laughs> and then we merge back together. <laughs> but I thought that was such a funny, like thinking about- Do you have them carry uh, water for you? That would be really helpful to put your water bottle in their basket. I don't. I'm very uh, intense about having only what I would have if I was running alone because I'll become dependent on them running with me. Wow. Your brain because if I, my brain do not work the same. Because if I'm going to do three miles with them and I have like full water and everything I need- then it's not going to set me up well to do six miles on a Saturday morning where I'm used to having water, sips of water every, you know, 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, but also you can just say, I don't have water this time and your body will be fine. Yeah, but to me, it's all a series of patterns. Sure, to yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the difference between you and me. It's a series of it's, patterns for you. It's predictable patterns yeah, that yeah, I know yeah, how yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah, feel. Yeah, and what's sure. gonna, yeah, I mean, yeah, you do yeah. 10 miles without any bit of water. No, no. Okay. I I need support staff for more than six miles. Okay, yeah, for sure. So they've been awesome. I know we've been talking about this a long time. But no, I like it. I'm so not? excited. I'm excited support for next staff. week. Support staff. That's great. So, that's, so it's great. So I will lay out, here's where I'm at on the map, and I'll say, if you can, try to meet me at this place and this place. Yeah. And they'll bring me, I have water and a towel and the little energy pack thing. And there, yep. and of course, the best part is just the encouragement. Yeah. That's what, I mean, one of the could, things I did wrong in my half, by the way, is I didn't practice with an energy pack. And then I, they were passing them out as we were running the 13 miles. And I was like, sure. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? You have no idea how this affects your body. And you're just putting it in at mile eight out of 13 or mile six out of 13. You dummy, don't do that. Well, it's hard. And there's such a science to when you have them and if they upset your stomach, because right. they're not... They're not like real food. No. They're kind of <laughs> They're goo. They're a pack of goo you squeeze into uh, yeah. your mouth to help you finish yeah. a race. Why yeah. did I do that in the middle of the race instead of practicing it with it one time or saying, no, thank you? Except, did it work out? 
I don't know. I don't know that I mean, it helped or hurt. I, it, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, but it didn't. It, it didn't wreck you. That's no, why. It didn't wreck did. me. But I. It, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it didn't wreck me. It just kind of works out for you. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's just, it's okay. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fine. Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you. This has been a year of. I don't know that that matters to you, but it. I do really feel like, man, I've watched you. We were talking about this long before we were making Annie and Eddie, but I've mm-hmm. just watched you really make a decision to be healthy in a new way this year. You've always been healthy in ways, but to be healthy in a new way this year and you've really done it. Oh, well, thanks. That's really awesome. Thanks. It's a tapering thing in my head, but we're going to run the, we're going to run the half yeah, December. Right. You've got to trust that plan. There's something to the Oh yeah. I, th- it's smart. It's yes. smart. And Brian has run a couple of half marathons and marathons. She's like, yes, this is, this is what, this is what it's supposed to do. But yeah. It still feels very crazy not to push, sure. push hard, but there's some metaphor that hasn't resolved itself, yeah. but will be helpful to realize, oh, there is something to slowing down so that you can actually do the thing you need to do. That's right. Maybe we've, maybe that is the actual whole of 2020. <laughs> maybe <laughs> you are doing in one race plan what we have been doing with our lives. <laughs> really? Maybe. Jeez, yeah, no, I, that is very true. Yeah. Um, all right. You want to do this again on Tuesday? I would really like that, Annie. I hope you have a nice trip this weekend. I look forward to hearing about it. If I forget to ask on Tuesday, it's not because I don't care. It's because we're on a podcast and sometimes I'm not as present as I should be. But please tell me about how it went on Tuesday. I'm not worried about it. I hope you have a great trip on your run this weekend. Thank you. And next week, and we will all, is is this a fundraiser or is this just a run? Is there a way we can support? There isn't. I was trying to like connect with and it just seemed kind of, I couldn't figure out a really good way. I was going to like raise money for like, I don't know, ACLU or Be The Bridge or Equal Justice Initiative. But then I was like, it's too much. I'm just going to run. So if you change your mind between this Friday and next Friday, just let us know. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, friends. Y'all have a great weekend. Go wash your hands. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Bye, buddies. Bye.